0: Cincinnati Bengals are in the postseason. We knew that already, but we are still waiting to see who they will be facing. Uh, it's it's. I keep pushing this show back time-wise, time-wise, time-wise to get a clearer picture and to bring you all the up-to-date information and everything. And this Sunday night game that directly affects the Bengals, their playoff opponent and everything is still going on. As we sit here right now, right around midnight Eastern, the Chargers are losing to the Las Vegas Raiders 32-29 to in overtime right now. We'll bring you the result of that as soon as it occurs. You can probably, if you're watching the live video, my eyes are kind of fixated a little bit to the TV screen to see exactly what happens here. Happy, Happy to be with all of you. Uh, I appreciate all of you tuning in a little bit later this evening. We got a lot of stuff on the on the docket, personally speaking, um, but also had to, uh, I, I kind of had to wait. We had to wait till everything played out today, right? I mean, there's so many different things that had to play out today to affect not only who the Bengals play, but the rest of the AFC playoff picture and everything that's going on. Now, right now, here's what we know. The Chargers win. The Bengals host New England next Saturday at, at 1.30. Uh, or I guess that would be – was well, we'll show you in a second. But uh, first game on the docket, the Cincinnati Bengals host either the, the Patriots should the Chargers end up winning this game against the Raiders or if the Raiders come out victorious in this one, they will host the Raiders, face them for the second time this season this time on their home turf as the Bengals get set for uh, their postseason run. Now, what happened today, 4.30 Eastern? Yeah, I, I'm saying 1.30 because that's my time on the West Coast here. Uh, so thank you, yes, 4.30. But if for some reason this game tonight ends in a tie, both the Chargers and the Raiders make the postseason. And do you know who made the postseason earlier today as of now? the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they would be out if this game ends overall in a tie. Right now, the Raiders have a field goal lead in overtime with six minutes and two seconds remaining. It is a fourth and nine for the Chargers. They have converted about six of these in the last quarter of football. We'll see what happens here, but the Raiders currently hold the lead. Herbert back to throw converts. And now we may have either a field goal opportunity or a touchdown opportunity. Big gainer to Mike Williams. Yet another fourth down conversion by the Chargers brings it well within field goal distance for the Chargers to potentially tie this thing up under six minutes to play. Okay. Sorry (coughs) for those of you listening to the audio, because if you listen to the audio later, You probably already knew what's going on here, but hopefully you enjoy the live video recap of what we're doing or the live video play-by-play of what we're doing here. Hey, uh, let's, let's talk about the Bengals game, though. Unfortunately, for the first time in a few weeks, we are talking about a Bengals loss. They lose to Browns somewhat predictably because so many players were out of the lineup for the Cincinnati Bengals. And when you look at the stat lines, I mean, it's just a who's who of backups and other things with, uh, with the team and a couple of shining moments. There were some nice takeaways from this. And really, when you look at the Cleveland Browns, they didn't have their starting quarterback, but they had a number of starters still playing for them. Uh, (laughs) you know, (laughs) to lose by five points on the road with so many backups playing. If you're the Cincinnati Bengals, um, Hey, you can, you can take some solace in that Brandon Allen, 15 of 29, just 136 yards Cincinnati mustered just nine points through their, through their offensive efforts. They had a defensive touchdown by, uh, by, by, you know, on a fumble recovery there. So a five point difference between the two teams, not really a lot individually to talk about. And really we're not going to spend a ton of time to talk about, talking about this game because it didn't really matter too much in the grand scheme of things. The Bengals fell out of the three seed and into the four seed. And that's where this game tonight is um, starting to play, you know, some, you know, playing a lot into who the, who the Bengals end up playing. Uh, Almost a touchdown reception there by the, by the Los Angeles Chargers that would have ended it fourth and six. We'll see if they kick the field goal to potentially tie it here. Regardless, we have Brandon Allen thrown for less than 150 yards, just a 4.7 yards uh, per pass average there. One TD, no interceptions, did get sacked four times, and we'll talk about that in a second because that and the offensive line play is going to be paramount, particularly as you watch the two teams who played tonight one of which the Bengals may play in just a second here. The Chargers are lining up for the tying field goal, a 41 yarder and it is just good tied with four and a half minutes left in overtime here. Again, a tie between these two teams would knock the Steelers out of the playoff picture um, and bring in both of these teams to the NFL playoff bracket and um, just barely squeaked that one into the Chargers kicker Hopkins there. Wow. A um, couple of squeak kicks there uh, <laughs> by both kickers the last couple uh, attempts. All right. Anyway, uh, so your leading rusher for the Bengals, nine carries, 38 yards is Travion Williams. You had Chris Evans in the game, five, five uh, yards per carry, seven carries, 35 yards. Nice showing there. And uh, Stanley Morgan getting in into the the mix here. I mean, just not much in the passing game, really, for either team. Uh, Jarvis Landry still in the game there, six six for seventy five for Cleveland. Trent Taylor, your leading Bengals receiver, two for forty one. Chase, here's the big story: Jamar Chase sets the Bengals' uh, c- single season receiving record. He got twenty six yards. And he is now your single season Bengals, not just a rookie. He breaks the Bengals receiving record in a year where there are so, so many records being broken by Cincinnati Bengals players, particularly their young stars. Congratulations to Jamar Chase. He is the, (laughs) excuse me, the Bengals new Single season receiving yards leader. And we will pull this up here on cincyjungle.com. Um, and we'll, we'll pull up an article showing you that, but congratulations to him. And really, you know, you kind of got a little uneasy that chase was still in there playing this week, <laughs> but um, there's the article here. I'll pin it in Cincy jungle in the live chats here. Uh, that's the Cincy jungle article. Jamar chase, Breaks the Bengals receiving record. You can see that here. Um, Good for him. Good for him. Just, uh, you know, especially with all the questions that this season started off with. um, Good for him. Uh, He now has 14.55 after a 24 yard. It was a a screenplay. 14.55. And he now uh, beats Chad Johnson by 15 yards. Chad had... 1440. Um, And so good for Jamar Chase breaking that record. That's one of the big storylines and a feel good story out of that. We'll get more uh, on the stats and other things here. We'll get, we'll get back to that, but uh, had to give Jamar a little bit of kudos there with his big performance, his big rookie year. And so after he broke that record, he was out of the game. Uh, you can see here, Chris Evans targeted 12 times. He had four catches for 24 yards. So showing the versatility there, Trayvon Henderson had the fumble recovery for the touchdown, the big play for the Bengals. a lot of good stuff from some of the backups on defense. I mean, really, I know they're playing a backup quarterback, et cetera, but Michael Thomas, the backup safety had a nice day, eight tackles, uh, Trey flowers did some nice things. Marcus Bailey, your team leading tackler, 11 total tackles. Mike Daniels had a great day. One tackle for loss was very active and we've shown and talked about on this show, some of the things he has been doing to to stay ready as a practice squad player and um, did not, did not disappoint, did not disappoint out there five total tackles and was very, very active. And um, you got to like what you saw there. Trey Wayne's getting activity. So did Khalid Kareem uh, Tyler Shelvin getting out there. Wyatt Ray had a couple of nice plays. So um, unfortunately, Ricardo Allen went in there and he left the game with a concussion. So that's something to monitor over the next, the course of the week here. Mike Hilton did have an interception. Nice day from him. Uh, Did take a little bit of a um, extracurricular hit from an offensive lineman. I believe it was Wyatt Teller. And unfortunately it uh, definitely, you know, rattled him a little bit, but he took to Twitter later and said, he's fine. He's doing okay. Did Mike Hilton. So um, we should be good to go for him next week. Uh, and so a couple of n- a nice plays. I did see Stanley Morgan have a couple of nice plays, particularly a great special teams tackle, but really just not much to write home about today. Um, uh, so many backups again, you I mean, you even go to the kicking yet. Elliot Fry making kicks for the Bengals today. One, one of one on extra points, one of one on field goals, Kevin Huber, A couple of not great kicks, but uh, a couple of other ones later. Seven total punts, four by Dustin Colquitt. Uh, Just not just an ugly game to watch. For everything that happened that made today interesting, this was a game that did not, unfortunately, make things interesting. Um, Maybe I'm being pessimistic in saying so, but uh, there just wasn't a lot here to to write home about and or really, you know cause a stir in terms of what what the rest of the day ended up playing out with and, and the games that affected the playoff bracket. So um at at any rate, the Bengals still finish the season with double digit wins. They are ten and seven. Um so a, a nice season overall for Zach Taylor. Obviously they are hoping that this continues on and becomes a postseason rally, and the Bengals end up winning uh the postseason. You can see really lopsided stuff here. 24 first downs by Cleveland to 11 by the Bengals. Uh, you know, third down efficiency, five of 14 by the Bengals, six of 12 by the Browns, uh, total yards 376 and 182 for the Bengals. Just, you know, a lot of dominance, ex- except for that fumble recovery for for a touchdown and again you kind of expected a lot of disparity in this game you know based on the Bengals sitting so many guys 6.8 yards per pass to 3.1 uh the Bengals had one sack to the four sacks given up by the team and uh 205 rushing yards against 79 rushing yards 33 minutes and 39 seconds of time of possession for Cleveland. 26-21 for the Bengals. So just a lot of lopsided stuff. Not great. Pretty ugly. And uh, the Bengals end up losing, as I said, 21-16 to against Cleveland. And we are still, still waiting for the result of the Chargers and the Raiders tied in overtime. A minute And 10 seconds left. The Raiders are, let's see where they are right now. Um, I believe they're in uh, decent territory. (laughs) There's somebody holding up a sign that says, take the tie. Uh, I know Steelers fans would not like that, but at any rate, third and four right now. Uh, If this game does end in a tie, they both make the postseason. The Steelers get knocked out of the postseason, They are currently at the 39 yard line of the chargers are the Raiders with 38 seconds to play a third and four. They may punt. I don't know. Um, but this is just getting, this is one of the wackiest games and you had some wacky stuff happen earlier today to recap. You had inexplicably the Colts losing to, um, the, the Jaguars there and that knocked them out of the playoffs. So that's, that's paving the way for the Raiders here and uh you know you you've got a number of teams again like i mentioned the steelers i said i know they may not in in just a second here they may not end up in the playoff bracket after all but i said for a long time never count that team out never 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 count that team out never and till the last week of course here they are alive and currently slated to make the playoffs we'll see what happens on this play right here by the raiders um they hand it off and jacobs gets a first down and he's inside the 30 yard line we'll see if the raiders decide to kick it if they decide to take the tie and get out of there so they make the the postseason um i i think i think they're i think they're going to take the tie here We'll see what happens. Um, they may wind it all the way down and try and kick the field goal. I don't know, but regardless uh, in, incredibly interesting game and incredibly interesting sets of scenarios. Let's keep talking a little bit about the aftermath of some of the things that happened in the Bengals game before we kind of talk about postseason, the matchup, and we get potentially a, uh, uh, a, a clear winner here, but Josh Tupo, a guy who has quietly been a very nice rotational piece on the interior, left the game uh, with a knee injury and he was one of the highest graded Bengals in the game. Uh, He was declared out. We don't know how severe at this point in time. We'll probably know more tomorrow on Monday. Uh, but he is not um returning and he is uh, against Kansas City. He had a uh, 68.3, the third highest grade against Kansas City. And uh, unfortunately, this is just not great news, but we'll see what happens. And Carlson hits the field goal for the win for the Las Vegas Raiders. They beat the Chargers, and the Cincinnati Bengals will officially be hosting the las vegas raiders uh in the postseason here they will be hosting them at paul brown stadium next saturday 4 30 eastern the raiders will be coming to town another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The rematch from just basically right around Thanksgiving and the Bengals get, get a second chance at them. They did beat them handily. However, That game, that score was a little misleading in terms of how close or not close that game was. That game was pretty close for about three and a half quarters and the Bengals really pulled away. Now, we'll talk more about this Wednesday, John Sheeran and I, when we do a little bit more of a deep dive on this game and what is at stake. The biggest thing at stake, folks, the curse of Bo Jackson, breaking the curse of Bo Jackson. That is what is at stake. And if the Bengals are able to do that against the Las Vegas Raiders, not the Oakland Raiders, not the Los Angeles Raiders, if they are going to break the curse, it is going to be against the Las Vegas Raiders at home. You know, on paper, this is one of the more favorable matchups for the Bengals that they could get in the opening round. However, this is a game that if you watch this game tonight, Max Crosby off the edge, animal. And Ngakwe off the edge, animal. Really across the board on the defensive line, really, really solid. Great performances by the Las Vegas Raiders across the board. The other thing, quote-unquote team on a mission. After everything that the Raiders have been through this year, the Henry Rugg situation, the John Gruden situation, interim head coach—they uh, have inexplicably made it to the postseason. So credit to Rich Pisaccia and and his staff and and really the Raiders for not packing it in when really they could have very very early on, and they did not. So uh, credit to them. This still seems like a favorable matchup the Cincinnati Bengals and as I sit here tonight yes I know that Joe Bro is the key to this game yes I know Jamar Chase needs to make plays I know T Higgins needs to make plays I know Tyler Boyd has to be a factor you know who else has to be a factor Joe Mixon Joe Mixon and if you go back to that first game Joe Mixon was a big factor in that game so that you got to take that into context I know Joe Burrow's playing out of his mind, and you don't want to take the ball out of out of his hands, but those edge rushers, that defensive line, they are playing very, very well. And with right tackle being a question mark for the Cincinnati Bengals right now, Jonah Williams having a pretty solid year overall, but there have been a couple of hiccups here and there. And the rest, (coughs) excuse me, the rest of the offensive line providing mixed results throughout the year. You got to worry about that a little bit, and you got to bring some semblance of balance, I would think, on offense. But you also have to ride the hot hand, and Joe Burrow has been playing out of his mind this, this week. So <clears throat> now here's the thing. A little bit of a short week for the Raiders. The Bengals were able to rest a lot of guys today. They're, they're starters, important players, et cetera. The Raiders, on the other hand, exhausting game, almost five full quarters. And, uh, you know, they're playing a Bengals team that beat them pretty handily. Again, check the timeline of that game and when the Bengals started to pull away. That was a close game for about three and a half quarters. Uh, You see here, how is Josh Cook, how is Isaiah Prince going to block Crosby? (laughs) That is the question of the week. (laughs) Because Prince struggled mightily, uh, had a had a false start and a holding penalty on consecutive series, I believe today, and you had Hakeem Adeniji struggling a little bit. So, not a good situation uh, for the Bengals in terms of blocking Max Crosby. You're probably going to see a lot of uh, help over there in terms of maybe that's Drew Sample, maybe. That is Mitchell Wilcox helping out. Maybe that's CJ Uzama helping out. Probably a lot of blocking by the running backs to help out on passing plays. Uh, They're going to need to do a lot of different things. Max Crosby was omnipresent in the backfield against the Chargers tonight. Just almost every snap. Beat the the right tackle. Almost every snap. So, uh, look, a lot of things still favor... The Bengals in this matchup. The Bengals will probably be relatively decent favorites. I would say, you know, probably in the three to five point range in terms of of favorites here. But uh, look, this is a team that just uh, did not give up were the Raiders. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, I mean, there's all kinds of different storylines that you want to, you know, you want to romanticize the Raiders this year. John Madden and all the things that they've overcome, like I mentioned before. Um, so, you know, that's, that's something to, to pay attention to, but as it is right now, the Bengals at four 30 Eastern will be hosting the Las Vegas Raiders at Paul Brown stadium as the four seed, the Raiders are the five seed. So let's check out the, I don't, I'm, I'm hoping this is updated here. Uh, the playoff picture, the playoff seating um and i'll I'll pull this up here in just a second but a wild and wacky day across the league that even in the nfc the rams and 49ers that game was pretty crazy um you know i I mentioned the jaguars and uh you know uh, uh, oh my gosh it's just a wacky wacky day as you look across the board. so here it is right here i think at least this is largely updated it may not Be reflective of exactly what happened tonight, but here you go. AFC: The Titans at twelve and five are the number one seed. The Chiefs are the two seed at twelve and five. The Bills win today, so this is updated. Apparently, Uh, the Bills win today, eleven and six. The Bengals slip to the four seed um, as the division winner, ten and seven. The Raiders face the Bengals, as I've said about fourteen times here. One third, excuse (laughs) me. Keep doing Pacific time. 4 30 Eastern on Saturday afternoon. They uh they travel to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. And the quest to vanquish the curse of Bo Jackson is on. The Patriots are the sixth seed. They uh are 10 and 7 as well. The Steelers, um I I feel like they were uh oh no, they are they are in. Uh, It was the tie that was going to, going to get them. So um, the Steelers are in. uh, So can't believe that one truly can't believe what happened there. I mean, I can, and I I can't, they are nine, seven, and one. And I believe I said, I hate to be that guy. Who's like, you know, I told you, so I said this back and blah, blah, blah. I, I don't, I really don't like to be that guy. Honestly, I don't like to, I'm not the receipt collector guy, whatever. It's not who I am, but I did say that tie is going to just be really weird. It's going to be a really weird thing at the end of the playoff bracket. And here we are. Uh, The NFC, the Packers 13 and four. They are the top seed, the Buccaneers 13 and four. They are the two seed, the Cowboys who throttled the Eagles on Saturday night, 12 and five, the Rams, the Rams, Lost to the 49. The Rams have never beaten Jimmy Garoppolo as the quarterback of the 49ers. Does that blow your mind? Blows my mind. 12 and 5. They are the four seed. Arizona Cardinals, 11 and 6. By the way, look at that. Boom, boom, boom. Four, five, six. Look at that NFC West. Look at that. That's a solid division right there, folks. Uh, 12 and 5. Arizona Cardinals, 11 and 6. The 49ers, 10 and 7. And the Eagles, despite taking a drubbing on Saturday night, they had already clinched. So they are 9-8, and and they are the seventh seed. That's a pretty wild and wacky uh, (laughs) seeding. A lot of new teams, you look at the Bengals, you look at the Cardinals, you look at the Raiders, you look at the Cowboys being back in it, the Bills, um, the Eagles. A lot of new teams in both of these brackets, and that's what the team the, that's what the the league wants. A lot of parity, <laughs> a lot of parity. So, let's bring this up here. This is on Twitter, Sunday Night Football and NBC Twitter account. This is the official graphic. Now, this was obviously before. It was determined, so this will be now. Las Vegas going to the Bengals Saturday, 4.30 Eastern. So that uh, that is set there. You've got the next game at 8.15 Eastern. <coughs> and then you have Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern, the Eagles going to Tampa Bay. You have the Niners going to Dallas at 4.30 Eastern on Sunday. You have... Um, looks like Pittsburgh going to the Chiefs at 815 Eastern. Um, so that's, you would think Kansas City is going to handle business there, but we'll see. And then Monday night, you have the NFC matchup, the Cardinals versus the Rams. It is going all the way through the weekend. And obviously you see the Bengals are on NBC. You've got CBS getting the the, the later one on Saturday. Sunday, you've got Fox, you've got CBS for the the uh, San Francisco and Dallas, and then you've got NBC with the Steelers and Chiefs, and you've got the Cardinals and the Rams on ESPN for Monday Night Football. That's the schedule. So again, some things to look for this week <clears throat> as the Bengals get set to host the Raiders. You can look back at that game. Was that? month and a half ago? The Bengals, in a lot of ways, dominated that game, but in, in others, it was a very close one, especially for about three-plus quarters. So the Bengals will need to find ways to negate the pass rush of Ngakwe and Max Crosby off the edge. Jonah Williams should be able to hold his own a bit, but he had some troubles last time. The right tackle spot is going to be absolutely key Isaiah Prince and uh, what the Bengals do there for help is going to be absolutely key this week and you know I know Joe Burrow has the hot hand and you should keep letting him throw the ball around especially as he is feeling it right now but you have to be able to keep those edge rushers on their heels a little bit you got to be able to not let them hit Joe Burrow a ton of times not let them sack joe burrow a ton of times in that game the raiders forced a sack fumble on on joe burrow there and so that kind of stuff can't happen cannot happen uh jay dalton wilder has a good point here i don't like rematches from the season tough to beat teams twice I, I agree with that. And that's why I, I believe it was a couple of weeks ago. Someone had asked, you know, who do you not, Anthony, who do you not want to face? It was on one of these shows. Who do you not want the Bengals to face in the postseason? And I actually said the Ravens and the Steelers, because as lopsided as those wins were for the Bengals and as better of a roster, the Bengals have than those teams beating a divisional team more than once in a season is very hard to do. And beating a divisional team three times in a season is very difficult to do. So that's why I didn't like that matchup. And to the point of Jay Dalton Wilder, there saying in the Facebook chat, I don't like rematches from the season tough to beat teams twice. I agree with that, but for all the advantages that the Raiders may have in terms of, Hey, this is what they did to us last time. The Bengals also have those same advantages. Right. And they have advantages in terms of knowing what their edge rushers bring, knowing what Joe Burrow is going to look for. And Joe Burrow is playing a lot better football, a lot cleaner football right now than he was when these two teams faced. And he was still playing pretty well then, too. So, uh, you know, you got to you got to you got to feel pretty comfortable about things. It's on your home turf. The weather's not going to be great. By the way, if this was in Las Vegas, do you remember that turf and the Bengals trying to play on that a month and a half ago? Oh, that was awful. Awful. Yeah, and Colin Driscoll says no Riley Um, Reef. Bengals got to figure something out. There's there's no doubt about it. They got to figure something out there. Um, They have to really play the type of football that got them here. Burrow's going to have to be Burrow. You're gonna to need to get quality plays out of mixing, even if it's even if it's on you know, 15 carries, and he still is able to churn out four and a half, close, upwards of five yards per carry. Help you out in the passing game a little bit. Good, that's balance. You like that, and then you've got the weapons at wide receiver. You've got CJ Uzama to help you out. It's really going to be on the uh, the offensive line. It's going to be on the Bengals being able to disrupt. Derek Carr and (laughs) it's going to be on the Bengals to have an answer for Darren Waller. They sort of had an answer for Travis Kelsey a couple weeks ago. That was nice to see. Did not have an an answer for Mark Andrews. Um, Those tight ends, they could be trouble and that is by far the biggest weapon that the Raiders have on offense. Um, You know, Brian Edwards and Josh Jacobs and others are, are nice pieces and and good players, but uh, Waller's the guy that the Bengals have to key on for sure. Yeah. I mean, you have to see, you see Bradley James Sutterfield here, 32, 13, the first time around. Yeah, it was, it was, <coughs> excuse me. Got a scratchy throat. Um, it was about 16 to 13, I believe, if I if I go back and look at the game. It's about 16 to 13 late in that game until the Bengals started pulling away. So it was close. It was close. And a couple of huge plays, a couple of wacky plays ended up going in the Bengals' favor. They ended up pulling away, going for the going for the throat and everything. So um, you know, look, fun day today. <laughs> Quite honestly, I hate to say it, but the Bengals game was kind of the dud of, of everything that went on today. And we kind of knew that a lot of backups playing, not really much at stake in terms of directly, direct result of, of that affecting what the Bengals do, don't do, who they play, whatever. Um, we kind of knew that was coming, but uh, look, uh, the Bengals have a chance to, in a good chance, to get their first playoff win. In 31 years. I believe that's the timeline, right? Uh, I know it's three decades. (laughs) So. They have a a good chance to do that based on the matchup, based on how they beat that team before. It's about breaking the curse of Bo Jackson. And uh, it's the opportunities in front of them. And I got to tell you, if the Bengals end up, winning a playoff game. If Joe Burrow wins a playoff game, if Zach Taylor wins a playoff game, build the statues, man, go, go commission them. You know what I mean? Go, go get those, go get those statues being built in front of that stadium of those guys. So uh, I, I, Hey, you know, <clears throat> Bradley again says, stay positive, man. Uh, I I'm, I'm positive. I feel pretty good about it, but I also have my concerns about the matchup. I have my concerns about, 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 the, the team and i've i've been burned by this team before bradley i've been burned by them. i can think back to 2013 when the Bengals drew the chargers and i was celebrating because i thought that that was just such the perfect draw to get them past that opening round and the Bengals tripped all over their own feet and got out of that one with a loss which stunk at home but different team different quarterback different coach different mindset it's a confident team so I, I I get the feeling that uh, I get the feeling that the Bengals will, will do some good things uh, this this coming week. And uh, as of right now, I, I think they'd come out victorious. But they have some they have some things that they really really need to account for against the Raiders. Need to account for. Um, I see Chris Davila from Cal, from Orange County. What's up, Chris? OC that's my guy. Uh, we'll have to connect, man. And we'll see, um, at any rate, look, it's been a great season. It's been fun talking with all of you or monologuing with all of you and, uh, going through all kinds of stuff. I know my colleague, John Sheeran, echoes that. And I have to big, give John a public big shout out. He covered for me today on, a, on an article that I normally write. We alternate it um, weekly on Cincy Jungle. It's the winners and losers. And he stepped up for me today. I had some stuff going on. And uh, I appreciate you, John, for stepping up and allowing me to do what I needed to do earlier today. Very important, but uh, appreciate that. So um, everybody give John some some big credit for that article, especially if you Have read it. Hey, we've got a playoff game coming up. Cincinnati Bengals host the the Raiders. It's the first playoff game on the docket. So we're either going to have an incredible weekend from there (laughs) or not so incredible. But the Bengals host host the Raiders 4.30 p.m. Eastern Saturday afternoon. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's a good draw for them and uh we'll see what they're made of we'll see what they're made of at any rate guys it's late guys and gals it's late um we we tried to have a little fun with this as the game was actually finishing up as we do the live stream and uh that's about all i got for you it's it's been a long uh a long day a long season a fun season but Um, I appreciate you all tuning in live this late, particularly if you are on the East coast and you've got work tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out. You're awesome. I I guess I've got a lot of thoughts still going through my mind about this matchup and I'm, I'm trying to channel positivity based on some of the ghosts of, of Bengals past. But uh, at any rate, we'll, we'll talk more about it Wednesday. It'll be John Sheeran and myself. We'll bring you happening headlines on this show. We'll bring you. We'll bring you the Wednesday night show. We'll do some listener questions live on Friday. We've got a full week of shows coming up, and uh, we can't wait to bring them to you. If you're new to this podcast, you can um, subscribe to. Is it right? Yeah, right down in that corner. You can click that icon to subscribe to the YouTube channel, click the bell to be notified when we go live, when new content is available on the YouTube channel. So check that out. And then of course, if you like the audio podcast, you can grab that on your favorite audio streamer, whether that's iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google podcasts, iHeartRadio, um, radio, cetera. You can go there and then uh, you can get this show. You can get orange, Is the new black from Mason Zim coach, speak and chalk talk from Matt Minnick, all on the Cincy jungle podcast channel. All of your Bengals news is on CincyJungle.com, which you got news, you got opinions, you got analysis, and there's going to be a ton of content this week, obviously, as we head to the postseason. At any rate, guys, take it easy. Enjoy the rest of your week. We're going to bring you more, as I said, coming up here over the next handful of days. Excited to be covering the postseason with you. Take care. Go, Go get some sleep. It's late. I know I need some. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take it, take it easy.